Pentagon briefing, new developments on the campaign to take down ISIL. Partial peace, the Supreme Allied Commander discusses Russia and Ukraine. Warrior Games, the competition is fierce and we have a front row seat. We're live from Colorado Springs. Welcome to DOD News Now, I'm Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry. U.S. forces and partner nations conducted another round of airstrikes Monday night on ISIL targets in Syria and Iraq. During a press briefing yesterday, Pentagon Press Secretary Rear Admiral John Kirby gave details on this latest round of strikes, which for the first time involved the United Kingdom. We're delighted to be joined in these efforts in Iraq today by the British, who conducted two precision strikes against ISIL targets in the northwest part of the country in support of Kurdish units who are in contact with the enemy. In total, the U.S. and coalition partners have conducted nearly 310 attacks from the air, more than 230 on Iraq and the remaining 76 in Syria. The peace that exists between Russia and Ukraine should, according to top, the top NATO military leader, be considered tenuous and partial. General Philip Breedlove, Supreme Allied Commander Europe, told our Gail McCabe that Russia is still considered a threat in NATO's eyes. What we see is a peace paradigm, which is partially holding every day. There are breaks in the peace paradigm every day. There are exchanges of uh, artillery every day. More and more supply comes across the border from Russia to resupply uh, the Russian-backed separatists uh, and Russian forces that remain in Ukraine. The good news is, in the large picture, the fighting has diminished greatly there's less loss of life, we can begin to address the problems created by this in the East now, but uh, the threat is not gone. General Breedlove says NATO is also keeping a close eye on events in Syria. The U.S. Olympic Training Center is hosting the fourth annual Warrior Games, giving the nation's wounded service members the chance to compete in adaptive sports on a level playing field. The services are taking each other on in wheelchair basketball, sitting volleyball, swimming, archery, shooting, and various track and field events. Petty Officer Lori Bent is at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. Every day this week, she's taking a look at each service's athletes. Today, it's the Navy's team. Petty Officer. It is quiet here behind me right now, but in just a few hours, this place will be filled with action. Archery kicks off in an hour, and then we will see wheelchair basketball and sitting volleyball. But as you mentioned, we are focusing on the Navy team today. Back in June, the Navy held their Warrior Games trials in Norfolk, Virginia, and they selected a 60-man sailor and Coast Guard team to compete here in seven different events. We caught up with machinist mate first class Michael Dayton, who will be competing in archery, shooting, and sitting volleyball. Dayton sustained burns to more than 22% of his lower body after an engine room accident aboard the USS Emory Eslan in 2007. I have no limitations. I'm going to do everything. To that, that is, a, that is a privilege for me to be able to see this so that when my son gets older, I can tell him. When I was in the Navy, these are the people that I saw. These are where I drew inspiration from. Stay tuned for more from Team Navy throughout the day. And for full coverage of Warrior Games 2014, watch the Adaptive Warrior Show every day 
on DOD News at 15.05 Eastern. Reporting live from the U.S. Olympic Training Center here in Colorado Springs, Petty Officer Lori Bent, DOD News. Thanks, Petty Officer. Be sure to check out the DOD Facebook page for the latest on the Warrior Games. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Tech Sergeant Nathan Perry, keeping right here for the latest in DOD news. And stay tuned for an encore of yesterday's Warriors Games competition.